Hello, 88.9 The Bridge. I'm Max Hughes, joined here today with Noah and Ajay for another episode of Moving the Chains. I will be talking later on some sports business, but first, I'm going to pass it over to the other two to talk about some NBA. Yeah, this weekend is the NBA All-Star break. The Lakers, me and Noah's favorite team, capped off their first half of the season with a win over the Pelicans last night. The Lakers, LeBron, the new look Lakers, as we I would like yeah, to say. I actually watched that LeBron, game. LeBron, me too. LeBron, D-Low, Anthony Davis, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, three Timberwolves took the dub over the seventh seeded Pelicans twenty, like by like twenty points. That's like the two most watched games I've watched this year was that game and the LeBron game that they broke the record. Yeah, so I watched a lot of that game last night and it was good. LeBron, I was watching. He almost had this crazy poster on C.J. McCollum, but his ankle's a little messed up, so he could not finish that dunk. But the thing is, he's still like. Super old and he's still like super athletic, which is crazy. Yeah, every time I you think about it, you just I mean, he just got that longevity and it's crazy. But they look good. Malik Be- Malik Beasley hit a couple threes. He's a okay. So they talked about this in the in the mat in the game. He was a point guard in high school and then he grew like a foot apparently, and now he's I don't know what is he power like forward, a, like a shooting guard, okay, or something he's a shooting guard, shooting guard I guess. But um, he was how do we get up- all these guys? I don't understand. We only gave up Westbrook. How do we get? D'Lo, Vanderbilt, and like those are three good players. One yeah, good player and two yeah. good role players. Okay, well we okay. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, he needs to he needs to he played well last night, but he needs to keep playing well. And I like what I saw. As long as Anthony Davis can stay healthy, the team looks well, good. Probably won't happen, but yeah, it's it right. probably won't. But it looks good. And D'Angelo Russell, like finally they have a guy other than LeBron and like maybe Austin Reeves who are. Can and we got Rui Hachimura, who Rui Hachimura, and we got. Dennis Schroeder. Like, the team's not that bad. They'll make the playoffs. I think they'll be... Uh, They're five I think, games I think out of be, fifth. I think they'll get in the playoffs they'll play in, and they can be like the seventh seed or something. Gosh, I just hope they could play well. I really do. I mean, last night, that was a good sign. Everybody was back for the Lakers. But they're going to lose their well. rhythm over the All-Star break. No, no, because they don't have a rhythm yet. That was their first game, so they don't have a rhythm yet. They're going to pick it up after the All-Star break. I mean, they need to. They got 23 games left, so they got to win, like, at least... 16. 16 of those, exactly. 23, that's it? Yeah. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, I know, but they're mm. only five games out of fifth yeah, place. They'll, they'll, they'll be in the play, and there's yeah, no way they get yeah, out of the play. Yeah, exactly. So that's good. But now we're going to talk about the All-Star break. I would like to say that NBA, even though I don't really like the regular season, they probably safely to say they have the best All-Star. Weekend. 100%. Better than the MLB, because MLB, I don't really Home run derby's fun, Home run derby's good, but that's just one event. It's just one, exactly. And then the All-Star game... For the and MLB, I mean, it's just like a baseball game. And I the guess. NFL Pro Bowl is a joke. So, yeah. yeah. So all right, let's start off with. I mean, we're obviously the real game that's entertaining, but we don't really mm-hmm. know the teams yet because it's yeah. a draft. Yeah. So we're just gonna start off with the three point contest skills challenge slam dunk. Before we do this, Noah, what was your favorite event? Uh, okay, so it's obviously mainly the dunk contest, no. but in the past couple years, the dunk contest has been down, completely I like down. I three-point contest the most because the dunk contest is dumb because the guys that are in it are always relevant. The judges always suck, and the best dunk, the best guy always never wins. So it's like, I just... Yeah, I, I know just, what you mean. I, they I, need, to fix, I they need to fix it by having real the same judges every single year, so the, the grading's always the same. They need to fix it so if you don't make your dunk at all, you get zero points. You don't get participation points. And fourth, you need to make it yeah. that guys... like. Imagine Donovan Mitchell and John Moran going against each I know. Other. Well, it's like these guys don't want to do it. I don't. They don't get paid enough. I guess they don't no, get paid enough that. to do it, which is pathetic. And if they, I think they should. I well, don't know. This guy's this year. It's 
Jericho Sims, Knicks, I think he's a rookie. Trey Murphy, Norris Pelicans, Mac Malone, 76ers, Kenya Martin, Judy Rockets. Don't know any of these guys besides Mac Malone, to be honest. And Mac Malone was just a social media sensation. That's the only reason I know him. And he's in the G League, but I right. don't know. Any I those think guys. Mac McClung is going to win because he has absolute let me, let me bunnies. Let me do some and research. And he is a. He's, he's been in the G League most of his. He's, he was on the Lakers. He was on the Lakers for a little bit. And he played a little bit, but other than that, oh, he actually, was just he was just a G League player. But he's got hops, and they they decided to put him in the dunk contest. I'm gonna Matthew. go with Jericho Sims. Jericho Sims, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna take my boy Mac McClung winning the dunk contest because I think I think he's got the best hops, and he's gonna throw down some nice dunks. Okay, okay. Three point contest. This is the this is probably the best cast we got. We got Tyrese Halberton, Tyler Hero, Buddy Hield, Kevin Herter, Jason Tatum, Julius Randle, Laurie Markkinen, and Damian Lillard. Wow, and and Julius Randle. I just said Julius. Okay, you said Julius Randle. Okay. Um, yeah, it was it, tough. I think I think the obviously the favorite's gonna be Lillard. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. I like but that Tatum's I, in it though. I no, do. Tatum ain't winning it. Tatum, I'm gonna rule out Tatum. Randall. Well, I know, I'm I know Randall's out, not winning I'm, it. I'm ruling out Tatum, Randall, Markin, and Halberton. It's between Heald, Herder, Hero, and Lillard. Hero? What do you mean? Hero has a chance? What do you mean? What do you mean? Hero has a chance? He's an amazing three point shooter. Uh, if I had to make a prediction, I'm going with Tyler Hero. Really? Yeah. I'm going with Tyler I really Hero. want Dame to win, but he does. That doesn't mean, like the best guys don't always win. You know what? I'm taking Dame. I love Dame time. Okay. I like my boy Dame time. So. Tyler Hero's my name. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Buddy Heald already won it before. Herder, ooh, Herder's a sleeper. Herder is a sleeper pick. He's a sleeper, he a sleeper No one pick. really knows who he is. I feel like. But I'm okay. going with my boy, Dan. Now we got the skills challenge. Okay. There's, I think it's teams. I guess it's teams this year. So we got Team Jazz, Team Rookies, and Team Antetokounmpo with the three Antetokounmpo's, okay. Giannis, Donisys, and Alex. Donisys. And then we got Team Jazz with Jordan Clarkson, Walker Kessler, and Colin Sexton. And then Team Rookies, Boncaro. From Seattle, Jada Ivy, Jabari Smith Jr. Ooh, that's, I, that's I think between I, jazz and rookies. Yeah, yeah, is, that's what I was thinking. Ooh, as that's well. too athletic. Mm. Jordan, Cl- Colin I'm gonna Sexton go jazz. And Jordan. I'm gonna go jazz. Okay, I think I'm gonna go with the rookies. I don't I think, know. The rookies, I think the rookies are more athletic, but they're not gonna like. I think like the jazz are gonna be smarter. Okay, the rookies might not be able to perform under the pressure. We'll see, but I'm taking the rookies just because I like Paulo, and of course he's from Seattle, so I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the hometown, the hometown kid. Okay, I'm trying to think how to. I don't even know how. That would work. What the the teams? Are they just like all going at the same time? I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Well, usually they used to do it kind of like rounds, you know? Like they would. Yeah, but they did like used to do a bracket, which is it's gonna be different. Bracket. It's gonna be different, which is cool. I mean, I liked it. They switch it up because all right. Well, it's entertaining. Stay tuned to Moving Chains later this hour for some sports business for my guy Max Hughes. I thought of you at my mom's house. Remember that? If you can just live by that, simple enough, then I think that people would be better off. And welcome back to Moving the Chains. Me, Noah, and Max back for another segment in the 6 o'clock hour today. I'm going to hand it off to Max for our sports business. All right, let's jump right in. In NBA news, this Sunday marks the annual NBA All-Star Game. Throughout all of pro sports, All-Star Game viewership has been on the decline in the past five years. On the contrary, the NBA All-Star Game has completely sold out, and the hype for the game is increasing as days go on. The game has pulled in over 20 advertisers that will play during the game and 15 sponsors for the event. 
This year, will this year be the year of turnaround for pro sport All Star games, or is this a one off occurrence? Um, I think the NBA All Star game is just like a usually really popular thing. So, like for especially this year, LeBron's broke the record. Yeah, and it's a big True. milestone, so that could be contributed. But I think just in general, the NBA does good well in the All Star break. Yes. and it's just the best I mean, All Star okay. weekend. Also, all right, here we go. Here we go. So. They Adam Silver is just very smart compared to like Ro- okay Roger Goodell. I don't even want to talk about him, NFL commissioner, because he, I mean the the NFL all like All Star break, I guess you would call it, or the Pro Bowl. It's trash. It's just trash. And Adam Silver listens to the fans. He really does because a, a couple of years ago they started doing doing it where they would draft that you would okay two captains would get selected and then they would draft the teams. And the first year they did it, they didn't televise it. Second year and third and fourth years, they did it, they televised it, which is obviously every, something everybody wants to see. And now, this year, they're making it even even more fun where they're picking the teams right before the game. Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't know That's that? Lit. Yeah. yeah, like like you would do at recess. They're picking the teams right before the game, and, and it's, just, it's just cool. And I also think there's an argument to be made that in the NBA, it's just there's more things that you can do that are exciting, like the skills yeah. competitions. You can have a yes. dunk competition. There's no equivalent to that in NFL or MLB. I guess home run. Home, home run, run derby. derby no, home run derby is yeah. fun. Home but run derby is fun. Exactly. Yeah. Like, there is a lot more you could do with it, and they and they put that to the they put that to the use. All right, so let's jump into the next story. If you were watching the Super Bowl last weekend, it's likely that you got fooled by the Tubi TV ad. If not, Tubi <laughs> created a Super Bowl commercial that made viewers think that they were sitting on the remote and their TV changed apps and played a movie during the Super Bowl. This marketing tactic was a big hit and millions of people were talking about it on social media, but not all of the responses were positive. Some people were genuinely upset because it got them so well, and some even reportedly smashed their TVs and are trying to sue Tubi nah, for the damages. That's your fault if you smashed yeah, TV. You some anger management yeah. issues. <laughs> that like, is a bit much. That's I mean. probably some Philadelphia fan because, like, I remember when we were, me and Noah were watching it. No one really reacted because everyone yeah. knew it was fake. Yeah, nobody. We, yeah, we, it's true. When I was watching it, we freaked out. People just started yelling. Really? Like, Who changed it? Who changed <laughs> it? I, well, someone. I think someone was like. Where's the remote or something like that? No, but, but I I remember seeing the screen of Greg Olson. I was like, oh, that's fake. It's, it's a commercial. different screen. Yeah, it was a different. Yeah, but screen. we're smart enough to know that some people are just not. Yeah, exactly. Some people just weren't really paying like fully attention to the game because if you were paying attention to the game, you would have seen what uh, like the background that Kevin uh, Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson had, and it was a different background. But I don't know. It was a smart ad. And kind of it got a lot I, of I attention. Think it was, I think it was the best ad in the Super Bowl. It was the most prominent, like most, most like prominent. Talked about. Yeah, yeah, yes. So yes. You see that yeah. out of that QR code? Yeah, yeah. Some guy's Twitter. It was yeah, so did random. You see that? No, it was a QR. Yeah. I just go into some guy's Twitter and like it meant nothing. It was so random. It was a crypto. I think guy. there were a lot of good commercials though. I think this year was good. They were creative. They were creative. They I'm were trying creative. to think of other commercials. Uh, the Breaking Bad one was that good. Was that was funny. That was a good funny. one. All right, so let's jump into our final story. GeoComply, a gambling verification company, saw that over 100 million betting transactions were made during the Super Bowl, which is the most in Super Bowl history. These companies made ridiculous amounts of money trumping prior years. Sports betting has been on the rise in the United States and is becoming more accessible to people every day. Some people believe that this is a good thing and it makes the games more exciting, and others think that this is the beginning of a sports betting epidemic. What do you guys think? I disagree. I think. I think it makes it more exciting. I think it makes more exciting. It makes more people money. Makes it everything more lucrative. And I mean, like sports betting epic epidemic, like people getting addicted to betting. Like I guess it's like it's just 
gambling too bad. <laughs> it's more like it's more like just gambling. That's just the effects of gambling, and it's it's going to happen to a small population. I think the idea is that if it's so easily accessible, and you can just pop open your phone and make ridiculous bets, like on whether or not a field goal is going to hit the upright or, or not. Yeah, going to hit the upright, then. It's just too easily accessible for some people to handle, and it's creating problems rather than like continuing on problems. That yeah, are that's why occurring. Washington State hasn't legalized mobile sports betting. They're only mobile. They've only legalized sports betting within like casinos. casinos. Yeah. yeah, and I so, think that's fair. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we I will do it soon. Betting. We will do it soon because so, mobile sports betting. And, like, there's been so many. There's been so many states in the past. In the past couple of months that have legalized online sports. Betting. I don't know if I can, like, if I was 21, like, does it, if I, like, went to Arizona, am I allowed to do it? Or yeah. uh, you are? Yeah. No, you could do it now. No, I'm talking about when you're 21. You have to be 21, first of all. So you're saying because you're, like, a resident here? Yeah, I'm saying, like, how does that work? You, you can, can just go you, there? You can go there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could go there, exactly. But it's also, like, is there a firewall? Or, or is there, like, a blocker? I bet the VPN block. I bet the VPN blockers are very good. No, they don't want. Okay, they don't want. You people. can you can bet right now. I could pull up. I could pull up an account and probably bet. But <laughs> no, no, that's a good point though, because it's like if they're making it illegal, but it's legal in other states, then how are they going to block the app? Exactly. I exactly. Know, I don't know how it works. To be honest. And what's the penalty? That's a good question. I don't think they want to get penalized. I bet they the, don't. I bet they. I don't. Uh, unlike people might think that they want more people to bet. I don't think they want people to bet from other states that are not supposed to be betting. Yeah, I think they want money. They do want money, obviously. <laughs> I don't think they care who's exactly. They, they can't don't. Get in trouble. They shouldn't. Exactly. Yeah. They're not. If they're not going to get in trouble. Oh, well, my theory did come true though. So I'll re- I'll restate my theory because I'm I'm very happy okay. about my win. Okay. <laughs> Eighty seven. So when the time we did our show last week, seventy one percent of the money was on the Eagles to win it. Eagles minus one and a half and Eagles money line. And usually when that happens is the this, this, this Vegas and all these sports books will move the line so it's more favored of the Eagles, so it evens it out on both sides. Then by Sunday, the line was not changed, and the, all the money on the Eagles was 80% at that point. And I was like, oh my goodness, 80% of the money is on the Eagles. The Eagles minus one and a half. Chiefs had a better quarterback. Chiefs played better teams. And the line's not moving. And Vegas, that means Vegas thinks they like the Chiefs a lot. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. That's what I thought. And hap- what happened was the Chiefs won. And it was funny because... Literally, everyone thought the Eagles was win, and I don't know why. I just, I just, these people at Vegas—they have so Vegas much. Vegas is too good. They have so they're much smart. information, so they're much analytics, good. so much analytics. They know what they're doing because they have to make money. They can't like. Yeah, exactly. I don't, it's like, a business. I mean, like their lines are always perfect, no matter what sport it is. How much information? Besides, like Husky basketball, in my opinion, their Husky <laughs> basketball lines suck. Like, but last night was last night the Huskies beat the Ducks. It was the line was minus four and a half. Oregon. Honestly, I would have thought Oregon would have covered, but we won somehow. So I didn't know that game, but Oregon's kind of trash this year at basketball, which is unfortunate as an Oregon fan. I mean, they're not that bad. Like if they won they're last bad night, compared to prior years. Yeah, so. if they won last night, though, they would have been like projected to be in, but now they're projected to be out. Yikes! I don't think they'll make it anymore. I think the Pac-12 will only gonna make have it? no. The Pac-12 will only have probably UCLA, Arizona, like USC, I guess, which kind of sucks because the Pac-12. <laughs> that does kind of. And suck. then they leave. And then those two of those teams leave yeah. in two years. But the thing is, Pac-12 might add SMU and San Diego State, which I would love San Diego State, and then a good SMU. But you'd have SMU to SMU is kind of wild. But you have to add a 12th team, so okay. SMU is a better option than like UNLV and like yeah. Fresno yes, State because yes. it's a big market in Dallas. It's a it's a wealthy school, it so is. it's just it's just a good option. It's a better, and you're expanding to Texas, which is cool for the Pac-12. And exactly. UT is going to the SEC, correct? Yeah, yeah. 
That's in crazy. Oklahoma. That's why this chain effect went crazy. That's also related to the Ohio State. Yeah. Ohio State canceled their games on the Huskies 2024-2025, which pisses me off because I really want to see that. And it's really basically because the USC and UCLA moved to the Big Ten and they want to go to the West Coast twice. That's literally yeah. why they canceled. Sucks. So annoying. It really sucks. Well, I think that's it from Moving the Chains this week. Next week, we are off. It'll be more to break. I know Noah and Max are going on vacations in Mexico, so have fun then. But I'll be in. I'll just be going through colleges. So what do you want to do? Through two different midwinter breaks. But we'll be back on Moving the Chains on 89 Bridge in two weeks.